So here I will show the bhakta, how the bhakta is calling. Like, so, Krishna ni begani paru. Calling out to the Lord. Now Yashoda is calling out to Krishna. Krishna ni begani paru. Another version where um, the uh, Virada is calling out to Krishna. Krishna ni begani baru. So she expects him to put that the hook of that mala around. And uh, Gopa or Krishna's friend. Krishna ni begani baru. So these are the various ways in uh, uh, so also we can we can show only the bhakta calling out in different ways. Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu. Guru Devo Maheshwara Guru Saksha Parabrahma Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Thank you. So there is a saying in uh, Sanskrit as well which says that Guru Govind dono khade take lagun pai balihari guru apne govind dio milai. So I will never ever be confused if my guru and God is standing in front of me as to whose feet I would touch first. It would definitely be the one of my teacher or my guru because he or she leads me to God. And hence, it was my gurus who I paid obeisance to. So, in uh, we start with the first uh, uh, when we when we start the class, uh, we always start with something called a namaskar or the dance namaskar, as we say. So, I'll try to I'll see whether I'll, I'm able to show the whole. Uh, so, it's uh, we just do this say hey, tap the feet, we look around, we touch the floor, we touch the eyes. We get up, the, the Anjali Mudra or the Namaskar Mudra on top is for the God or for the Energy Supreme, the Guru and the audience. The significance of Namaskar is we don't touch anything with our feet, you know. So the Namaskar is like telling Mother Earth that, you know, look, I'm sorry and I'm paying respects to you. Thank you for supporting me. And this energy, of course, it's the God or the Supreme Consciousness uh, or uh, the way we look at it, something almighty. Obeisance to that. Then obeisance to the Guru, because this is the Guru, this space, the Guru uh, is the one who opens your mind's eye to knowledge and removes the darkness. And the audience, like right now it's you. <laughs> okay, so I pay respects to, okay. So that's the significance of a namaskar. So we, we always start with a namaskar and end with a namaskar. Uh, so Bharatanatyam uh, originated in Tamil Nadu, I mean, most of us know, in, in South India, in the temples. 
So initially, it was a very um, a sacred form of uh, worship. So the Devadasis, they were known as Devadasis, as the name suggests, uh, servants of God. Deva, God, Dasi, servants. And it was like known as Shantikura, meaning it was just a form of worship. There was no uh, sort of any entertainment over there. And these uh, village girls came from very uh, respected families and they uh, were given in, uh, you know, given for the temple worship. And so they, since they were married to God, they would, they would never be widowed all their life, you know. And uh, after some time, even respectable uh, Brahmin girls and queens and princesses wanted to uh, be Devadasis or uh, these uh, girls in the temples. And because they were also trained in music, they were trained in dance, they were trained in, in the arts. And it was a very respectable um, form of art. <clears throat> and particularly during the Cholas, the rule of the Chola kings and the Pallava kings, in South India, that was the time where this, uh, the Devadasis, it was not yet known as Bharatanatyam, the Dasiyatam, uh, it was, uh, it, it was held in such high uh, respect. Uh, and they had the support of the kings and, uh, you know, everyone, the, the, the village and the government at that time, if there was something like that. And so uh, they were well supported in this art form. It was only later on uh, that after a few years later that, you know, that there, there was this shift in uh, the change in the dynastic rule. And uh, these girls uh, came to be known as, uh, you know, the, the dance came to be known as Sadir or dance of the, the not girls, as we call it. And so uh, it went into disrepute, it went into doldrums. And it was only later on that Rukmini Devi, she was the pioneer, a name to remember. And today, if you are learning proper, codified, uh, aesthetic, uh, spiritual Bharatanatyam, it is because of uh, Srimati Rukmini Devi Arundel and uh, E. Krishna Iyer, who uh, you know, brought this art form, who revived this art form, sitting with all the Devadasis at that time who grew old and they sort of codify the steps. So even the, even the Padams or the Abhinai, the expressional pieces, were, uh, uh, you know, were cut off, the, the eroticism and, uh, you know, the shringar, uh, too much of overly use of the body was cut so that, you know, they, it could be brought once again into a respectable repertoire. And so she sat with everybody and then they codified the steps and the compositions. They talked to many poets and authors. So basically uh, the songs are in Malayalam, Tamil, Kannada, Telugu, South Indian uh, languages, mostly Tamil. And so, uh, so later on, she established Kalakshetra and till date, uh, we have this art form flourished and given more scope and encouragement. Now it is very different. Now it is like kind of a prestige issue. Oh, you have to learn one classical dance form being an Indian. Okay. So in Bharatanatyam, we are, we are full of uh, gestures, the body, the mukhaja, that is the face, the hands and the entire body. And now these, uh, um, uh, expressions are uh, they they are you know like there are small small parts to lead to the final rasa and so uh, the body is one thing where we learn the hastas 
and then we have to kind of um, you know imagine the character what we are portraying so we need to go into the skin of the character if it is a god or if it is a naika and most importantly the satvika bhava the feeling the pure feeling the pure purest feeling of understanding from deep within okay so now when we say hasta so so we have something called shikara now i said thumbs up so in bharatanatyam we have this uh, saying like what is it uh, in asking what is it or you're my lord like when i did the guru shloka i said guru is like god so this is it so in our normal daily life we also use gestures right so when i said give me a thumbs up but in bharatanatyam it is more stylized that's the only difference it's more stylized and it's more aesthetic and it's more structured for example you would say yes thumbs up and that would be like but in bharatanatyam we would have to you know extend the body and raise the torso and then look at the eye and and depends what we are showing if you are showing god it will be like oh god uh, you know oh my god in that sense and if it is a naika or the lover or the husband it would be and if you are asking somebody what is it just like that what is it so it's stylized that the only difference is stylized so we all move actually all of us are dancers the only thing is i am trained and you are not trained in bharatanatyam but we all move okay so so this is about the language of gestures uh and so um there is this uh, uh you know there is the, the first shloka after all these initial rituals like the namaskara and the touching of the guru's feet we learn the first shloka which kind of gives us uh, uh you know a step by step it's called kram natya kram where the order in which whether it's a performance or whether it's uh the kind of training that we are going to be initiated into so the shloka goes like this uh, yato hasta that is where my hand goes tato drishti can you do it with me so yato hasta come on let's try yeah yato hasta tato drishti means where my hand goes there goes my eye beautiful thank you so much all of you yato hasta tato drishti yato drishti where goes my eye tato manah there is my mind yato manat where is the mind is tato bhava that's there comes my expression yato bhava so my bhava comes on my face tato rasa there is the happiness so i'll explain it a little in detail thank you so much all of you <laughs> okay yato hasta tato drishti yato drishti tato manah yato manat tato bhava yato bhavat tato rasaha uh it simply means that where i'll explain where goes uh, where my hand goes there goes my eye where there is the eye my drishti it's my mind and where my mind it's the bhava the expression so my expression we show here because it comes from the heart and from the heart it comes on my face and from my face my entire being is filled with joy and also that joy is being uh shared so i'm the vehicle which uh, uh which is in between i mean the audience and me and the musician so yeah so finally it's 
all about joy. It's not about the body. So many people say, oh, so Bharatanatyam has a shelf life. Uh, you have to start young and then at the age of 25, 30, like a sport. No, no, no. So Bharatanatyam is not about the body. It's about the mind. It's about the soul. So a little later, like my gurus who are 82 and 90, they're still dancing. That is because the dance has transcended, you know, so we become the dance. We become the dance. And uh, so when, once you're on the stage, there is something that takes over. There is a certain amount of spiritual energy and uh, the, 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 the music and uh, the costumes and uh, everything, the lights. And of course, the dancers being, of course, we can make out uh, who is a good, there are good dancers and there are not so good dancers. So what my teachers always say is that uh, you can be, you can wear the best of costume and you can look so beautiful on the stage. But if your dance is not touching the last person seated on the 500th row, with, if you're not able to have that conversation, then you're not a good dancer. You know, in the sense that you should touch everyone who's sitting in the audience, whether they are aware of classical dance. So your body is the madhyam. It is the instrument by which you are conveying uh, your expressions, your feelings, your emotions to the highest intensity. You may even wear a simple cotton sari and a little not done so much, but, uh, and at the same time, your heart has touched everyone. And you can wear the most expensive temple jewelry, the Saleh Saman, and if you're like always like that, and this is me and all that, then your dance is of no, it's just a body show. So that's the difference. So every time you have to go within and say, is my dance really having that kind of communication with the audience? Am I really able to move them? Am I really able to convey to them? Am I really being able to kind of see whether they're enjoying? They may not know the form at all, but somewhere, sometime. I remember once, not to sound immodest, but I remember once when I was doing Krishnani Begani Varu, where the gopi, where uh, Mother Yashoda is calling out to Krishna. And, you know, so I just threw like water on him and she's saying, I really felt that one drop came on me. So, I mean, I'm saying this is the kind of uh, impression that you leave the audiences with. And uh, uh, so there are many people who say, you know, classical dance is like that, it's so difficult to understand and be normal people. But I don't think so. It is. Um, it is the way you convey. So uh, through the anchoring, through the music, through the explanation, through the compositions, and through your sadhana, your practice into the art form, that makes this difference. Uh, so uh, uh, I also, I'm taking questions which I have always been asked before. So I thought I took it for granted. You two would ask me the same thing. Okay. So uh, yeah, so this is the... Uh, this is a little bit about, uh, you know, how this art form is basically is and its history and the hand gestures. So it's completely with the body movement. So you have all the hands. So we have something called, you know, say, for example, there are many hand gestures like Pataka, Tripataka, Ardhapataka, Kartarimukha, Mayura, and so many. But these hand gestures will just become hand gestures if the feeling and the bhava doesn't go along with it or it's not in sync for example uh, now uh, let me take pataka which is flag and it has many uses so it can be natyarambe that is the beginning of dance so when i say beginning of dance i'm ready so i'm smiling my eyes are lit up 
and I'm acknowledging that there is uh, audience there, not looking at them like that, but just so Natya Rambe, that is beginning of dance, Vari Vahe, cloud. So I have to feel the cloud. I cannot just say Vari Vahe. This will not mean cloud. But if I show cloud as in something light that is up there in the sky, Vari Vahe. Then uh, saying be quiet. Or saying, or saying I will, you know, or saying no. So if the feeling has to be connected with the action, otherwise it doesn't come in sync. Okay. Uh, for example, uh, when we say, let me ask you, when we say, all of you use this sometimes, right? Yeah. So when we say, uh, oh wow, Vaishali, you're looking good. Shruti, for example, ah, or in, in South India, we say, Nannarka, Ramba Nannarka. So, but in, in Bharatanatyam, so you're using it, but in Bharatanatyam, you have this hamsasya. So it will be like very slight, like this. So it will be used in different contexts. So this will be nice. It can, it can be, this is the time. So the, if, the, if the, uh, the heroine is questioning the hero, where were you? Is this the time to come? Depends on the emotion and the feeling, the hand gesture changes. Oh, wow. It can even be used like a little sarcastically. Mm, nice. Okay. This also. Now, all that has to match. Uh, as why I'm saying this is because sometimes I tell my students, I said, you know, they say, but teacher, I didn't mean this. But I said, but your, your, your feeling was not matching your action. You must have meant it, but you were not conveying it in the manner it was supposed to. So all the time to be in touch with that. And then the hastas come out properly. Because first only if you say, you try to use the outward gestures without going within, then it doesn't come out uh, the way it is meant to. And uh, uh, so um, uh, when we talk of Bharatanatyam, it is divided, like we break it up into three parts, Bhavam, Ragam, Talam. And that is the premise on which the uh, performance of Bharatanatyam basically is a very short explanation. So Bhavam, as I just explained, is the feeling. And uh, the feeling, uh, the expression which you feel from within. And there are two ways you can feel. You can feel it by just imagination. So I remember my older gurus used to say, you know, we, we Bharatanatyam dancers or classical dancers, we are the luckiest people on the earth. We can imagine what we want. We can imagine where we want to go. We can imagine we are the bird. We can imagine we are the peacock. We can imagine we are the beautiful naika, whatever. So it can be, uh, you can, there can be imagination and an experience. And you can combine both. For example, for Vatsalya Bhava, you need not be a mother to be, to show Vatsalya Bhava or to feed the child. But you can, you can also have that experience and say, oh, how was it like when, you know, when I was feeding my child? So it can be both. So we combine these experiences, life's experiences, to give that uh, expression. So Bhavam is very important and all that will come on the face only when we feel it from within. Okay. So that also requires practice. Others, it becomes very mechanical and very superficial. Ragam is the melody. So we have music. Uh, so like this normal and then we have combination of these notes. So I do a very small thing, you know, just for children to understand what is Ragam. So I say so what the fish the bird the flower 
understand it when you show so when i have my musicians with me i have a very great violinist he'll give you that there's a b around you know with the violin he creates that <laughs> expression yeah and talam is of course is the b so we have uh, 1 2 3 4 and then it's got 35 talas and so many uh, so the combat the rhythm the rhythm so bhavam ragam talam talam is the rhythm 1 2 3 4 Three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three. So the beat is very important. So uh, one of the basic things which our teachers always tell us is that uh, you know you can not you have to uh, achieve accomplishment in everything. You should be good in everything. Your bhavam, ragam, talam. But if the talam goes wrong, that's one of the biggest. Uh, what should I say? You know, curse <laughs> that a teacher can say what you are doing, betal. So even when in normal life, you know, we, you look at people, even if they are not trained dancers, you will say, oh, "Wow, she walks so nicely." You know, she's got some rhythm in her. But with with us dancers, so that rhythm is the basic. So we, for us, sometimes when we are just in normal life, we cannot even walk. I, I, I walk normally. We walk like dancers. So there, my teacher, our teacher tells us, "No, no, no. In normal life, you walk normally. But when you are on the stage." till you finish that entry exit also till you go inside inside the wing no one is looking at you till then you need to hold that rhythm don't uh, just reach that wing and then run away and then from one corner people are sorry she ran inside so ungrateful and ungrateful yeah so this is about bhavam uh, uh, ragam talam which uh, explains what this entire um, you know of course we have a lot of compositions and then the Uh, we start with the shloka and the bharatanatyam margam is like normally 45 minutes where uh, sorry uh, one hour 45 minutes sometimes one and a half hour where a lot of people uh, i mean there is uh, starting with the smaller items and then it reaches so <clears throat> as bala saraswati said that the bharatanatyam composition is like entering into a temple so it's a alaripu is the small first you enter you just enter that long you just see the steps and then you climb all the steps and then there's a long hall so jatiswaram and then you go inside down and then you see you just get a view of the god or the lord the goddess and then you go down in the garba griha that is the sanctum sanctorum and that is you know you go within it is a shanti mantra so it is as equivalent as you entering a temple and then your incense and banging of the symbols or clanging of the symbols is like Uh, reaching out to that calling out to god finally you feel that you've experienced him or her or whatever the energy and then you go within in the sanctum sanctorum so that is the feeling there and then you 
end with a shloka. So it starts with a prayer and ends with a prayer. And in between what you do is all the rituals. So it's like just a step forward to reaching that God that you yearn for or thirst for. So this is called Gedje. Gedje in, the, um, in um, Kannada means bells. And so this is the, the normal gungrus look like this. So you have all this stick in here. And we have something called a Gedje Puja, where, the, you know, it's a big thing when the, where the guru blesses the Gedje and gives it to you and you're dancing with those bells. So, so this is the Kamar Patta. So we have two types of jewelry. One is uh, imitation and one is pure temple, which is made of gold and silver. So this is uh, uh, the simple one, which has the Lakshmi on it. And then we put it here on our, uh, on our waist. And uh, so we have uh, the plait. So you need not have long hair. So the, uh, you tie a bun like this and then the hair comes like this and it's very neatly tied. And then you have these uh, little decorations here just to see that the plait, the black is not like flat, you know. So it looks very beautiful when you kind of have this and, and then you are like, or say suppose it comes very handy when you do a naika and you know show all those little nakras. <laughs> I like that part. <laughs> I still do. <laughs> okay, and uh, and then uh, and just above the above the plait you have this. It's called rakodi. So can you see? Yeah. So and then you have this entire plait coming from there. So there it's a. So it takes almost like one hour for makeup, only makeup of the face with the eyes and everything. And it takes another hour for the hair. And then it takes another few, half an hour maybe for the costume. And then you have one flower on top like this. And then you have another one like this, uh, you know, in the middle. So it's all flowers, 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 depends. I can't. Uh, show much here but uh, yeah and then and then this is the uh, of course the bangles are like normal depends on the color so there is something like this like what I'm wearing so like this is also outside the temples you get in Mylapur all our shopping is like the authentic ones we get it from Chennai and uh, uh, so these are the jumkas so I've also worn something like not exactly the performance ones but somewhere close to that so this is these are the jimiki we call it if you can see that's a pair and uh, then from from the jimiki we add uh, we we have this uh, martel it is called and then that is attached to this jimiki and uh, the most important of course we have a, a long mala Okay, so just a moment, please. Okay, so this is uh, this is the talay saman. So you have this this entire thing here, and it's all pinned up. Okay, so it's like this. Okay, and it's called the talay saman. And uh, then you have you have a small you have a small choker. Uh, this is also one necklace and then a long one and then you have to cover the bindi it's like here you have chandra surya okay 
so you can imagine uh, and of course in the fingers we have big rings which is like this you know so as so we are all decked up and so the reason why i actually continued initially was to wear all of this and then i realized it's, it will only make sense and will look good if only i practice my dance so uh both ways yeah so that was about the costume and of course the sari is like people wonder oh how do you do that blouse and that fan and what is it is it so it's one sari which is of course the blouse is sometimes um, from some other material depends on the combination uh, then we have one sari so there are two patterns it's the pant costume and it's the sari costume so you have a i couldn't get that today sorry about it and then you have a fan and then a middle fan so patterns have changed now initially costumes were very different and now it's like it's like good i mean nice uh, uh what i only believe is that uh, whatever is traditional in the sense uh like my teachers are very particular that you you don't wear a bun like this and dance and she says you look like a bai i mean i like to listen to all my teachers so they say you have to wear that flat and with all that it has to be traditional in that you can have patterns different but you know have everything in its place the rings the 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 bangles the tale saman and don't do any shortcut the costume should be nice your blouse should be right inside no skin showing over there even if you have a very good figure for tying your your gadget of the the dance belt you wear a nice thick pile around it so that the, you know the ankle doesn't look plain otherwise you know so there is this uh, what i really appreciate is like so much of beauty in and so much of thought so before we wear the gadget we wear this around our feet so when the leg goes a little up you know the sometimes so the pile covers this and that looks nice and this uh, bell on top of it so it's nice uh, um it looks beautiful and then we have the alta that is the red now people do markers they put red markers which is not good or worst come to us we use mehndi there's all our traditional guru sitting they will not be happy they'll be like what is this fine but so we try to please everyone and get our altas from wherever sometimes from uh, bengal calcutta Uh, the, the traditional alta yes the bindi is also this one that i'm wearing a slightly bigger one with a little dot and you know. there also they don't like these uh, the traditional uh, this is the traditional one not the one with uh, you know you get these big uh, fashionable ones with the those long claims you know no 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 nothing of that sort yeah so um uh, and one more thing i would like to add is a lot of changes have come from then to now but as long as we uh, we cut corners in the traditional parameters our teachers don't have any problem but if we kind of really do you know like and we see so much of murder of bharatanatyam like very sad that so many teachers have maintained this parampara and uh, uh, people just wear costumes and then just do anything and um uh, uh, even you know sometimes we wear the gungrus and we are getting ready for a performance and because of the nervousness our children want to go to the washroom uh, so we have to remove the gungrus and go to the washroom not wear the chappal when you are having to there is a small small thing so uh, yeah so, so so this is also a very deep study into not just history uh, aesthetics but just you know enhancing every part of your personality seeing beauty in everything taking beauty from everything uh taking experiences because bharatanatyam is not cut off from life 
you know, Atita is telling, go out there into the garden, see how that bird is flying, see how that swan is drinking water, and see how that frog's eyes are like that, uh, see how the, the, the rooster is just the neck. So we have these neck movements. So this is Sundari, like the dancer. Then the snake would be like that. So go see a snake. Now everything is on Google. So uh, we have to tell our students, go Google it. You know, so when you see a butterfly, okay, we'll see it on Google. I said, see if you can go to a butterfly park or if you can go to a bird watch, see how the, the crane is standing on one, one leg, one, one leg. No, no, okay, I'll Google it. I'll Google it. So today, that is what we say. A little bit of disconnect. Sunrise, they will see it on Google, but we would like to see the sun, sunrise outside from our window. Uh, so that's only a challenge that we have to bring our kids uh, more connected with what they have to stay connected. Yeah, so um, this is Krishna Nibe Ganibaru, where uh, it's a Kannada song and a very famous song written by Purandara Dasa. And uh, uh, what I like about this Padam, uh, it's called Padam, where the song where we, you know, you can use different interpretations where it can be Yashoda calling Krishna, it can be Gopi calling Krishna, it can be Gopa calling Krishna, it can be the Bhakta calling Krishna. Only thing what changes is the, as I said, the feeling, you know. So, so I will just show it in different ways. And, uh, uh, but here also it is like, you know, your interpretation of, reaching out to God or God, you feel God reaching out to you. Uh, we always do these rituals or go to temples or wherever, churches and our places of worship, thinking that there's a God there. But there's never a God there. The God is here. But yes, we do like to do those rituals so that it gets us into that feeling or whatever it takes to kind of, you know, have that from within. And there is also a very beautiful song which uh, says... Um, Vishveshwara Darshana Dijo Chalo Mana Tumakashi means uh, you don't have to go to Kashi to find that. So let your man, mind be Kashi. So create that Kashi in your mind. Sometimes you can be in so much of clutter, ta, 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 and so much around you in today's world, but still you can be peaceful. You can be traveling in a train and all that noise, you but still. Kashi is your money. You don't have to go to, you can still go to Kashi spending so much of money doing all that, uh, whatever, sadhana, seva, and still you may not find that peace. So here also, Krishna ni vega ni baro, so the bhakta is calling in different ways. So here I will show the bhakta, how the bhakta is calling. Like, so, Krishna ni vega ni baro, calling out to the Lord. Now Yashoda is calling out to Krishna. Krishna ni begani maru. Another version where um, the uh, Viradha is calling out to Krishna. Krishna ni begani maru. So she expects him to put that the hook of that mala around and uh, Gopa or Krishna's friend Krishna ni be gani maru okay, so these are the various ways in uh, uh, so also we can 
we can show only the bhakta calling out in different ways or in the same composition krishna we can show all these people and that uh, speaks about the expertise of the dancer it will really be very good uh, in showing these different uh, characters or other yeah characters calling out to krishna not one should overlap the other i remember i did this once in front of my teacher for guru purnima and she said ah where was gopa then and why uh, she said so the expression they ask is so you have to be very uh, very dexterous in that so yeah so i leave you with uh, with these few uh, pearls of wisdom that i have acquired from my teachers i wanted to know that i belong to north india and here you know the, an old saying that in punjab the only culture you have is agriculture uh, because of the a long history of centuries of uh, war and uh, you know marauders coming through this route uh, we really don't have that kind of time for uh, to spend 20 years learning an art learning a performing art So our dances and all are like you know Bhangra and all are like warrior dances, more or less. They're full of energy and all. So one is um, yeah, and second the the ramification, the modern post modern ramification of it is fusion. We just pick up everything and we call it dance. So in uh, Bharatnatyam, do you see that kind of adaptation happening? uh fusion dance and all like you did say that there are people just doing something but i would like you to speak about this sure thank you for asking me this question and this is very close to my heart actually because uh you know i talk a lot about these to my kids to my students and i have i have students with me like from the age of 4 and 5 their mother they i literally mothered them you can say and today they are married they have kids and uh, my only thing is like you know uh, whether you are able to continue physically or whether you're not i see to it that i initiated into the right way you know uh, there are today there's a lot because you know a lot of people tell me not me because when people come for my performances not my performances my students performances um, you know they all enjoy they say you know but is a like in 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 konkani is well done and all so i cater to that interest and see because i feel that you have to raise the bar you know we have to raise the bar and i will go deep within to see whether i am able to you know communicate to my audiences they really like the program i've never seen somebody of course they may just give feedback about light or something like that but the quality of my music i have the best of musicians the quality of my compositions uh, i have like gems of compositions because all my teachers are like padma bhushans and vibhushans so there's no way i go wrong and even if i do a very small shloka like today i was telling all my teachers like you know akka uh, teacher i'm doing this today give me your blessings and i said oh you will do very well i know but you we know what you will talk and so i don't have that uh, you know uh, that fear because uh, uh, the the what should i the purity is so much that they have given it to me like a gem i know how my teachers have struggled they have uh, left their homes just to learn a composition how much money was involved the physicality of it is so much so there is that happening but i when i teach i teach it to my students that look you should be able to identify what is 
proper what is pure the traditional parameters keep it don't tell don't uh, uh, you know adjust saying that oh they want masala at the end uh. so let us do some bollywood something bollywood is good in its own way all forms of expression are uh, you know you can do what even bhangra is good uh, it is a nice vi vibrant art form but i can't mix bhangra and bharatanatyam and people will, you know come 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 if you are coming sachika to punjab let's do something half a half bharatanatyam no no i will do a half an hour proper bharatanatyam and maybe since i'm coming to punjab you can do a bhangra to welcome me that's fine but these things happen and a lot of these um, shows and all where uh, you know we are still struggling with a little bit of everything and our students is a teacher on that stage that show that girl was wearing costume what she was doing so i say at least you know you know what to associate with you know what not to associate with so at least that understanding if we give to our kids uh, i think it's more than enough but it happens yes it's there everywhere and in goa like they'll say acha that is like no 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 you're coming you give me a time i'll perform half an hour not more than that but uh, don't uh, don't tell me in the last you do something like something which is like fusion confusion no i will stick to bharatra you reduce my time i will see that in that small time i will catch the audience appeal i perform in so many places i perform even lecture demonstrations in hotels i'm not against the premise of the hotel i only say don't drink and eat just pay attention 15 minutes 15 15 i can do it but get my uh, give me that respect and give me that attention after that you go to eat and drink and you do what you want i have no problem yeah. um one question from me uh besides i mean uh, continuing with the adulteration there's also uh, some uh, strife between different forms of dance actually when i was learning as a child my uh, dance teacher the bharatnatyam dance teacher she was like uh, um kathak is uh, has uh, originated as uh, uh, in the courts of the kings as courtesans okay. so it uh, so she used to look down upon kathak and uh, i've seen uh, my friend who was studying kathak her teacher used to look down upon bharatnatyam so why is this happening why can't i mean uh, it doesn't happen with the masters among the common people there's a lot of animosity between the two uh, exponents why is that um see from my knowledge and my uh, you know understanding and my experience so i have also learned a little bit of kathak later on in life okay uh initially it was only bharatanatyam and even uh, after i did my masters i just because all my friends in pune university were all kathak dancers and in pune it was only kathak and bharatanatyam nothing else but i have attended workshops of keducharan mahapatra sonal mansing leela samson and uh, my teachers were at that time see now you know you're molded in the form it's like learning a new language you want to learn it for just for your joy for your knowledge and my gurus gave me full permission but i went with the with their permission saying that you know look i want adulterate bharatanatyam if i'm learning kathak or mohiniyattam so i learned little little of all the classical dance styles just to see Mm, yeah i have heard also these comments uh, like you know a kathak ka hai what is kathak it is tabla var nachna means it's like dancing on a tabla um and what is something or mohini atam is very slow now when you when you have somebody make a comment like this i think it 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 reflects the uh the scholarship of a person i mean 
I really wouldn't say something like that because yes, I may not. I may just do Mohini Atam just to understand what the basic ABC is. That's it. I'll not claim to do. A, I have a friend who's a very beautiful Mohini Atam dancer, and she did Bharatanatyam uh, MA with. Uh, she was my senior, and uh, she's teaching and perform. She's only teaching Bharatanatyam, not performing Bharatanatyam. She performs only Mohini Atam. She has got students who assist her. She say, I don't think I'll be able to do justice to that form because I'm born and brought up in Mohini Atam. Okay, I've heard all these comments. Of what is that Kathak? It's like like this and like that. uh it's not true uh because uh, now also kathak that i was just talking to my students just yesterday there is something like bali kathak you know some bollywood oh. thing and some no kathak also has its traditional repertoire its traditional margam the maharaj ji and his uncles and his gurus they have codified it and really put it it given it a nice beautiful thing you know for example the, from the little kathak that i i i, I know kathak for example we have all these but the hastas are very you know soft bharatanatyam is like very uh, natya dharmi and the kathak is lokal dharmi so like that like that <coughs> and uh, even like if you are showing the palla it is like very loose and open very you know very light and the hastas are not very like uh, like like bharatanatyam very uh, natya dharmi uh, uh coming to this animosity i have seen performances uh, where you know like different classical dancers and teachers uh, sharing their experiences uh, you know on a common platform and sh sharing the similarities and differences between each style and each one is different and it's like chalk and cheese you can't say kathak is better than bharatanatyam bharatanatyam is better than no there's nothing like that each style is beautiful it depends upon you as um, as a as the instrument of uh, uh, presentation how you present as far as your theoretical background as far as your technical training uh, and as far as your uh, experience in the field uh, animosity may be there there are few people who say it's what is bharatanatyam leg spin but it's not true i have done satkar for uh, it's as difficult if you say kathak is easy because in bharatanatyam we have that sitting posture uh, you know unusual arai mandi that square uh yes and uh, it's tough uh, no doubt but initially we we train into that uh and kathak some people say it's very easy there's nothing like that these are all myths what is the ba basic difference between kathak form bharatanatyam kathakali mohiniyattam etc if you can just throw some light upon the differences between yeah. these dance forms yeah so these are all uh, different dance forms from different parts of the country originated in different parts of the country there there uh, there stylistic differences as in when i say the the like bharatanatyam has got uh, a, a you know the natyarambe aramandi uh, then the costumes are different the music is different and most of the time it's like influenced by the state from which it comes from okay so bharatanatyam in tamil in, uh, originated in tamil nadu so the temples it originated in the temples the languages south indian and then you have the karna so the you know the uh the movements which are really like those postures and uh odissi of course from orissa so you have these you know the temple like those gothic those dancers you know so the body is like very the upper body it's all on the upper body you know that uh, it's the most uh, what you say uh sensuous dance form uh then kathak uh, it originated in north india so you have the uh, the hindustani music and it's mostly in hindi like the braj hindi 
and Moiniyattam again from Kerala. So you know, Moiniyattam they wear the, that white costume with the gold border and the bun on the side, and then it's such a slow movement. It's like the coconut palms of Kerala, you know, like that, like that. And uh, the form is so beautiful, but it's slow. Bharatanatyam is medium pace. Kathak is like you know more on the pirouettes, you know, the turns, uh, the chakras as we call it. And tatkar, uh, your footwork, whatever. So it's more of upper body movement and the footwork which you concentrate on. Uh, Kuchipudi is the one which originated in Andhra Pradesh. So you have again the same, almost like it's a, like a sister style of Bharatanatyam. Only thing that uh, sari has like a like a dhoti type behind. You have like a like that. Um, you know what do you call it? Uh, like the navari this behind, and then dance on the plate. I don't know if you've seen that. So that's Kuchipudi. And what else I talked about Odissi from Orissa. So the music is different. It has a little bit of Carnatic. Even Odissi is considered to be a sister style of Bharatanatyam, but not, which is a distant system, not a very close system. So Kathakali is made, basically danced by males. Again, from Kerala, you have them with those elaborate, you know, thick makeup. And in Kathakali, mostly only men dance. And even if it is a ladies or uh, lady, uh, lady's role is only a male dance because it's like a very, uh, you know, intricate and vigorous. Uh, even the 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 what you say the technique is like so difficult. Like you know, they we all have flat foot in in Bharatanatyam and even Chauka in uh, Odissi and uh, Pakshasta in what you call that in Kathak V shape. It's all flat and here they have to like literally stand like that and da, 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 all um you showed us all the jewelry is there any i mean uh, the chandra and the surya, surya on the forehead does it um, uh, represent the universe in your head or something like that or what is the significance of all these jewelry that you showed us is there any philosophy behind it uh not really but yes uh, the chandra surya this is just to enhance the beauty just the tale saman and so that the head doesn't look plain Achha. and chandra surya is just like the like how in yoga you have the 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 hot and the cold so it just that balances uh you know it balances the hot so chandra is always on the on the left side and surya is on the right side so even sometimes girls get confused and they do chandra surya so then accordingly so even if you put surya on the other side and the, the it's wrong you can't do that you have to very strictly put chandra on one side surya on the on the right but they, they just say that that brings the balance and if you interchange there would be an imbalance so we, we did question that because we we did it and so i guess we we found the balance if we want to start learning classical dance because I'm also from the North, North India. And uh, as Aparna very rightly said, there's no culture but agriculture. <laughs> and uh, Bhangra and Giddha are more warrior dances. Yeah. So um, I really want to know that if we want to start learning, then which is the easiest form of classical dance to start off with, which can be uh, finished off you know, faster and for somebody who knows nothing about classical dance. Uh, the second part is the therapeutic aspect of classical dance. Uh, does it help in uh, catharsis or uh, you know therapy for any physical or emotional or mental ailment? Uh, so uh, the first one you're saying is that which is an easy dance to start off. Okay, so broadly, uh, I would say nothing is easy to start off. But what I would say is that whatever is available to you. Sometimes you know if you're in North India, like a place like Jaipur or Lucknow, uh, Kathak is more prevalent there. 
you know so go to a class which is giving you that training uh, i would say i still maintain that nothing is easy classical dances are not easy uh, and they are uh, but they are very interesting and uh, it has a, it's a deeply rooted in culture and uh, as i explained aestheticism the spiritual growth the body beauty the stamina the physique uh, generally you know and overall if it answers your second question that it, it is therapeutic no doubt you know and it is like a real great from, form of catharsis um but uh, there's i wouldn't say anything is easy to start off whatever is available to you and then create that interest to like it you know you should have good teachers fortunately i was really blessed with good teachers who kind of you know kept that uh, flame burning in me like really hard work you sit in that position and you your, your back starts paining and you could give reasons like you know not to do a dance class but uh, you should also see the expertise and the experience and the qualification and the merit i would say of a teacher you know a teacher should have that like you be you have to be like a mother to your kids you have to you know you after the dance after the mother at home you are the next one over there so as, as giving my experiences like you know like i am i can say i am a mother to so many i am a grandmother so many of them have have had babies they want to study so like i've had a grandmother mother and granddaughter studying with me so it uh, is all uh, sometimes convenient where you are all dance forms are good like my friend she was in kerala she learned mohiniattam then she came to pune she learned bharatanatyam but she had the base of a classical art form which helped her imbibe another art form but stay in one particular uh, learning initially you know because other you the child gets mixed up in it or molding so first 5 years so normally we start 7 years 7 years for any classical so what i do is i also have a pre basic like uh, i in marathi they say kill bill work like chote chote bachchon ka so i used to do 3 years 4 years just telling them stories about krishna just showing them hastas of krishna just telling uh, like you know showing them little movement singing bhajan so that they are initiated okay what is coming but not starting the technique because they are the bones and body is very tender but the technical age to start any learning is 7 years and then there is no end to learning professionally if a child wants to pursue classical dance or performing arts in any way what are the career options they still have in india because we again we have destroyed our arts yeah so there are many uh, so career options one is you could be a teacher uh, you could be a teacher of classical dance and so i know of uh, many my teachers are only teaching then there are performers so performance also you can have you know these uh, like this um, uh, these rigorous performances for quite some time and after some time like one of my teachers she only does abhinay performances she is only an abhinay performer so that is another option then there is research which is another option then now many schools have started classical uh, like bharat here in goa we have kathak and bharatanatyam so there are uh, many uh, students they do this basic course and then they do those exams and, and then they have a minimal qualification and then they are roped in by the art and culture department they become principals of art and culture organizations uh, they are teaching in schools which are with a definite salary so many of my students are teaching in schools 
then uh, in goa we don't have a performing art uh, faculty but uh, so many parts of the country there are pune there is um, bombay there is then um, chennai there is um, baroda there is ahmedabad there is depends on what uh, is available to you but the best is uh, career is uh, teaching teaching option uh sachika one last uh, uh query again from tanya she says how about uh, joining our online class what is your opinion about online uh, classes that are taking place okay i am very hesitant to start it for beginners whether it's a 3 year old and 4 year old or a beginner who has just not done any sort of arts i'm a little hesitant 